Tell me all the deets. Yeah. 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 So, as you know, the history... You hear this ruffling, ruffling around, listeners. That's why it's ruffling. I was just sitting back down on my computer chair. Because we do a sync-in clap because we're at different places right now. And, like, I don't have a mic stand anymore because it broke. So I have to, like, get on my knees and put my mic on a, on the table to do the click-in. So it's just some behind the, you know, behind the curtain tope. Real interesting it's content little, to yeah. really open the show with. Like, draw them in. Yeah. Really reel them in, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what we're and known think- for. So, uh, so uh, Max Dupree, right? We yeah. know he got changed back into L.A. Knight yeah. recently by Triple H. And L.A. Knights was the first opponent or is going to be the first opponent of Bray Wyatt. So, like, what the fuck are they doing with Bray? I guess he's been go- he showed up, what, a month ago now? And, like, he's just been doing promo after promo, but he hasn't wrestled. He hasn't wrestled. What? Le- I want to watch him wrestle, Mike. Yeah. Because he can wrestle. He's a great character. He can His wrestle. better than... It, but his character is better than his wrestling, in my opinion. But he still can wrestle, and I want to see him wrestle. Yeah, I want to see um, them not call someone L.A. Knight. But that's where he's at, man. He's in the, he's in the Knights, the L.A. Knights. Yeah, you know that's actually funny that you know I don't want to get there yet. It was a good transition, but I don't want to do it yet. You know, I don't want to get to where I love I'm going that you this. took the time to really just like compliment yourself as well. It was Let everyone know, good. even though they didn't get to hear it, it was a good transition. You but just you'll never, you'll just never know. You'll, you'll never know it. what you'll it was. But it. I just want you to know that I knew that it was good. This is the this is the synthesis of the Bo Rosser experience, everyone. Here it is. And I need you to know that again, like you just said, my name is Bo. And my name is Mike. You're listening to Tope Suicida. It's what diving through the ropes and smashing someone's face with your forehead can be. Or if you're Darby Allen, just do a full half turn and just nail him with the back of your neck. <laughs> yeah, or uh, shoulders. Fucking uh, Bandito, not Bandito. Uh, Dragon Lee. Yeah, Dragon Lee's Tope Suicida is a full flip. It's a full. Where he f- dies out, and then where he's like. Four foot off the ground, yeah. he does a full somehow he does. He manages to do a flip <laughs> and lands on his feet. lands on his feet like a fucking pervert. Yeah. I don't know how he does that. Have you watched Rampage yet? Probably not. I know, probably not. But Bandito wrestles, and Bandito once again, excellent, excellent guy to watch. He's so fun to watch. I really love. Yeah, Bandito rules, and dude. he's super, he's super small, super strong. That's his whole thing. Super strong, cool mask, super small. Nothing wrong with that. There's been a lot of really great. Tiny, powerful men. Taz. Taz is a tiny, powerful man. Maybe that'll be an episode. episode tiny, but powerful. <laughs> tiny, powerful men. <laughs> it's not even about wrestling at all. It's just about Tom Cruise. Just a, a tribute to small men, small kings Daniel Radcliffe. can lift up big things. Speaking of Daniel Radcliffe, I, fin- I watched and finished, because I start a lot of movies. I don't finish a lot of movies. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. I'm usually pretty high and I just don't go back to him. But I did start and finish Weird, an Al Yankovic story. So you found the Roku channel. I found it, buddy. I signed up for a free account. Uh-huh. That's what they wanted. Yeah, they got me. They got it. They got me. They got you. And, buddy, it is uh, hysterical. I say that because I mentioned Daniel Radcliffe, and he's just totally jacked and ripped in this movie. Really? For no reason. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. He's fucking. He's in, there's one scene where he's lying down with Madonna. Yeah. Uh, who's played by uh, Evan Rachel Wood from Westworld. Right. Um, 
excellent Madonna. So good. And like they're laying in bed and he's, he, he doesn't have a shirt on. And Mike, when I tell you his pick, his picks, his pecs are stupid. <laughs> I tell you this true because there's no CG on those pecs. Why would they do it? Actually, that would have been a funny bit in the movie if they just CG'd his body. The whole Why would you CG your pecs? I love that that was something that you thought someone might do. You're like, because there's no CG on those pecs. Like, someone's done that before. Like, that's even a remote possibility. Like, someone has ever CG'd their pecs in a movie. That's never happened. Ever. Don't tell Vin Diesel. It's never happened. It never happened. No one's ever CG'd someone's pecs. Okay? They have youngified lots of people. Okay? But no no one was in a shirtless scene and they said, you know what? We need to CG these pecs. Never I think you'd be surprised. I don't know if you're doing a bit or if you're for true right now. If you're true. Am I true? I think I think you are wrong because there's definitely CG bodies a lot. Nobody's CGing days. anybody's pecs. <laughs> Stop it. Get out of here, Definitely, man. Definitely, definitely they are. Uh, um, but Daniel Rackle looks great. The movie was so fucking funny. Tons of guest stars playing other people in pop culture. It's just really funny. Really stupid. Uh, good, clean fun, I would say. Just like every Weird Al experience. Right. You know? Yeah, and if you can't so. find the Roku channel, good news because there's, uh, as Weird Al said, yeah. uh, a torrent of information out there on how to how to find it. Get, yeah, how to find it. Yeah. Oh, uh, Weird Al, we love you. You're a friend of the show. Uh, I, w- I actually want to know, like, what is Weird Al's relationship to professional wrestling, if any? Because he's of an era where... Uh-huh. There's a guy that plays Hulk Hogan is in the movie. Uh-huh. I will say that much. It's a giant man with a giant blonde wig. It's very goofy looking. But I like I wonder if he has any proclivities towards the character work of pro wrestling. Yeah. I feel like he would. I feel like there's a lot of people that are pro wrestling adjacent but never got into pro wrestling. Like Weird Al You'd think that Weird Al would be a big like pro wrestling guy, or like that he, he would have showed up at a WrestleMania. Yeah, you know? Weird Al would have showed up at a WrestleMania, but the uh, I I think that he's like in the same category as like Paul Rubens, you know, where like Pee Wee Herman is clearly wrestling. Yeah, and eventually Pee Wee did end up on like Raw in like 2015 or something. Within uh. A few years before we started this show, Pee Wee was on TV screens. Pee Wee was on yeah, TV. What you said. Um, there's there's a, there's a Pee Wee uh, appearance in the movie Weird as well. I will say that too. Oh really? <laughs> and who they have playing Pee Wee? He's he's perfect. So great. Um, but no, I don't think Weird Al knows wrestling. I don't think he probably likes wrestling. I don't. I don't. I I think that even though he is wrestling, he doesn't know that he's wrestling. It's weird that like I associate like these uh, significant eighties pop icons with all knowing each other and being friends. Uh And I don't think this weird movie helped because there's a pool scene that is, that is this entire thing. I'm saying all these famous people of the eighties pop culture know each other, Yeah, but I don't think that was true. So I feel like if it was true, like, Weird Al would be showing up uh, at Hulk Hogan's lasagna restaurant or whatever spaghetti restaurant. Pasta mania. Excuse me. I'm sorry. And like Hulk Hogan would have showed up as a guest appearance in like UHF. Instead, we got Kramer (laughs) or whatever his character. Michael Richards? Michael Richards. Yeah, Michael Richards. Great. (laughs) That's your only feedback on Michael Richards. That's great. Great. (laughs) Oh, here we are. Speaking of yesterday... Uh Uh-huh. Today, we're going to take you back to January 1st, 
1996, listeners. The first of the year, New Year's Day, 1996. What were you doing New Year's Day, 1996, Mike? Um, dreading waking up. What were you doing? We talked about this at the gym yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I asked you. And we it was weird because in 96, how old were you again? Uh, I was 10. So he's just this 10-year-old with just like the weight of the world. Yeah, I had turned 10 in November of 95. Mm-hmm. You hit the double digits and you just felt like your life was over. No, 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 no. I was feeling I was feeling that way at, at seven, eight, nine, too. It wasn't a yeah, it was <laughs> it was a it was a continual you know, it was a well, I shouldn't say continual, it was continuous, let's be real. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. When but, did your um if you're okay with blasting this on wax, uh when did your parents get divorced? When I was five. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but how is that totally funny? Why is that funny? So, that wasn't a punchline, you dick. So that wasn't funny. a punchline. It's, it's just the life bit in my head. It worked out exactly like I thought it was. Like, oh, I bet it was because he's a child of divorce. <laughs> well, what do you? Yeah, of course it's because I'm a child of divorce. <laughs> what, stop! What do you do? What? 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 You knew, you know, my parents got divorced when I was a little kid. That's not a secret. It's not. What did you think they got divorced when I was like sixteen or something? Like I had a, I had one of those cool divorces. No, I had <laughs> your classic eighties, nineties divorce where the parents couldn't stand each other by the time you started before you got to elementary school. And buddy, you know, it's just it wasn't your fault. But it sounds like your little six, seven, eight year old kid mind thought it really was your fault because you were waking up with just. Like an old man syndrome. Gah, the weight of the world is on my shoulders. No, it wasn't. I wasn't. Uh, I didn't think it was my fault. I had no. Then why were you so sad at five, six, seven, and eight? Because why the adults so in my sad? life made my life a living hell. Why else would you be like? Why else you because when you're five, six, seven, eight, you need to feel safe, and if you don't, that makes it really difficult to like. Do anything in your life if if you don't have... Stop laughing! You're crying because you're laughing so hard! Why is this the punchline? Children need it's to not... feel safe! I know, I know they do. They truly do. And if you don't feel safe, then you're not probably having a great time, even if you just had Christmas. I'm just chuckling and crying because I'm crying and not at you, Mike. I'm crying at the sheer magnitude of depressing scenario this is that actually happened to you. It's like if you're, that... yeah, well, and if you have no power and you and you can't see a way out and like things are never gonna change, you know, and you just have to wake up every day with that feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What were you doing in '96? 96, a couple of years away from moving to Vancouver. My parents probably got in a fight. It was snowing. And so I escaped through the window in their bedroom that led to the backyard. And I stood. Wait, you snuck into the ba- their room to sneak into the backyard? They were arguing in the living room, and I could hear it the yelling, intense yelling. I don't think this is a true my, story. Into my bedroom down the hallway. You so said I went probably this happened. <laughs> Definitely happened, but I did say probably. So I snuck through their window. And I stood outside in the backyard. It was snowing. Weird Texas night, snowing, cold. I could hear them yelling in the backyard or through the backyard door into the living room. And I stood there and said, hey, they'll notice I'm gone. 
they'll notice I'm I'm not in my bedroom. They'll stop fighting and they'll notice that I'm gone. Where did where did our son go? We shouldn't have been fighting. He disappeared, Mike. Where did our son go? The fighting stopped. But no one came looking for Bo. No one came looking for Bo. In fact, the light in my parents' room turned on through the window that I could see. And then I could hear the and then I could hear the TV through the door. Which just told me that they went to separate rooms. Yeah. And so I went into the be- uh, living room door from the backyard into the living room. And, and my mom was just sitting there. I said, were you outside? And I said, yes. I th- y'all were fighting. I thought you'd come get me. And they never did, Mike. They never did. And you were like 13? No, I was 11. 10. Same age as you. You're not, 10. but you're older than me. <laughs> That's not what was happening in 96 for All you. I'm trying to say is that's really the biggest uh, thing that my parents uh, put me through that I can recall. So the dates aren't right. But from what I can recall as a, ba- as a baby brain. So that's why I was waking up in 96. Just excited to go watch cartoons. Go eat breakfast. Right. Play with friends. Because the extent of your trauma is that you spent five minutes in the backyard and... Nobody came, nobody noticed. It, it was like, it, it, well, it was like an hour and I was so, maybe, and I was so I traumatic. don't think it was an hour. I know you. I don't think it was an hour. Listen, I don't know exactly what year it happened either, but it's <laughs> sketchy. All I know, all I know is I was out there for two hours and it was cold. <laughs> the story keeps changing. Also, again, you prefaced it with the word probably. So I don't <laughs> It's very difficult to know how much of this is actually real. Uh, well, here we are. Well, it's not, it's not 1996 anymore. It's not 1996. But, I mean, unless you didn't read the episode art title, uh, you don't know why I mentioned 96. But I did because we're uh, on to a fight bite. Our last fight bite was on summer days, and we spent a summer days with a Christmas night on Monday Nitro. But now, January 1st, 1996... We're going to delve into Nitro and Raw, their first episode of the new year. See which one's better? It's hard. Wow. This is uh, this fight bites 18. So the last three, I feel the last, the per- first two of the last three were awful. And then last time was excellent. Yeah. Last time right? was great. Last time was great. Do you th- we're in 96 now. And that you, you mentioned in the last episode, that's kind of when the stuff starts to kick off in earnest, but it's like in the summertime of 96, yeah. right? Yeah. So do you think Raw is going to be kind of drizzling shits until then? Actually, is Raw drizzling shits for a while and Nitro's the really good shit? So, I mean, I think that that's generally the trend for it's going to be for these early couple of years. Like Nitro is going to have a higher ceiling than Raw in just because the WWF hasn't caught on to the idea that they need to try hard. It's not about it's not about bad guys and good guys. Well, you know? no, it, it 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 is. It's just not necessarily about one-eyed pirates or or gar- or garbage men. We've learned through this series alone that Lafitte was fucking awesome because <laughs> I don't remember him as a kid at all. And then we find out he's still alive and kicking, you know, and he's still got the the one eye gimmick, but it's like a fake glass eye or might with like a scar. I think I he know. actually has one eye. I'm pretty sure Is it he really lo- gone. He, I'm pretty sure That's he lost. Cool. He's lo- he lost an eye. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So 96 is going to be a big year uh, for both companies. Uh, WCW, of course, the summer will see the birth of the NWO, um, which will 
change everything and kind of re-catapult pro wrestling into the public consciousness for the first time since, you know, 1986, 87, at the latest, probably. I don't suppose you know this, but, like, was there a big chunk of time that didn't see a professional wrestler on a morning AM talk show, like on a good morning AM talk show thing? Was there a time and space like where it wasn't popular enough to get that to happen? No, I think they would always still end up getting on Regis, like Regis and Arsenio. Regis you loves know what wrestling. I mean? Even in even in ninety one, ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, you know, uh, Warrior Savage, Brett were even Hogan. We're still making the the rounds with Regis and Kathy Lee. Um, even, even 95, 96, Brett was doing that stuff. So they, they were still getting on morning talk shows. They were, it was just the, um, the, the, the boon that you had seen during the mid eighties where they were drawing millions of people on NBC and MTV was no longer the case that had dried up, but you will start to see pro wrestling become, cool again in the late 90s uh in large you know a big part of that was the nwo feeling cool macho man well yeah macho man i mean i guess so my by relation macho man was against the nwo for a bit hey hey i'm excited to watch that to jo- to jump into 96 96 96 is also going to be the year of Shawn michaels in the wwf where vince finally hands him the ball and says you're my guy yeah. We all know how that worked out. Phenomenal wrestler. I believe awful ratings while he's champion. <laughs> I, believe, I believe he wasn't a good hero to the company in that way. Yeah. But he is a good wrestler. I mean, it was every bu- business was down. Business was down. Yeah. 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 It was uh, business was down. But they kind of survived. My understanding at that time was they were doing fairly well internationally. Um, mm. And I think Brett had a lot to do with that. You know, because Germans love if Germans love one person, it's David Hasselhoff. But if they love two, it's Bret Hart. We we love Bret here. We love. Wait, hold on. Do you hear that? Uh, no. Uh, it's probably because we're in separate places. But there's like a. Oh, really, now I hear it. Yeah, it's like a super loud hum. Yeah. Sounds like a train or something. I have to do a little bit, even if it's the goofy singing, I have to do a little bit of the singing, because if you notice, I was able to do that without my voice blowing out like it has for two weeks. It's not fully back, but huge news is here, and my voice, my COVID voice is slowly returning, and that's exciting. No, the COVID voice is is being cast out the, the your That's normal voice is yeah yeah returning you know semantic <laughs> yeah the so the exact opposite of what you said we got we got a real literal literally figuratively thing listen, going on listen, here i was i was out there for hours okay you were out there for like 11 minutes <laughs> i got some huge news for you the nwa has parted ways excuse me nick aldis has parted ways with the NWA. I don't think this is something the NWA wanted, but uh, old, uh, old, uh, you know, uh, pumpkin, uh, Smashing Pumpkin guy, 
he yeah and if you know anything has, about the show we're big smash heads we love the pumpkins um <laughs> what if someone called it the pumpkins i love the i just love the pumpkins cars movies and the pumpkins and that was the time of my life when the pumpkins were just out there raging yeah and i was i would drive to see cars one and i would just be pump pumping i'm right i'm riding the cage that's the that's the melody i think <laughs> These totally different eras. Cars is like 2011. Listen, Clint is listening to Magic Pumpkins today. So he's got it on. He's a smash head too, man. So anyway, Nick Aldis and the NWA are no longer affiliated. Yeah, so Billy Corgan said some disparaging uh, things about women's wrestling. uh, About how something about like modern day women's wrestling can't handle it in NWA wrestling or something like that. And. Nick Aldis was like, what are you fucking talking about? Yeah. And uh, he has left NWA. I don't know how long his, uh, like, no non-compete contract is, but they have a new champion of the 10 pounds of gold. Mike, do you want to guess who it is? Uh, who, who You asked me who the NWA champion is right now? Yes. Wait, sorry, everyone. If we want to sync up, we had some lag issue there. But, yes, who is? It's uh, uh, Tyrus. Oh, buddy, it is Tyrus. Ah! Yes, let's go. Let's get out there, man. Uh, COVID vaccines aren't real, dude. MAGA, look, make America great again. Tyrus is your NWA champion. <laughs> the MAGA king. Big, bro- <laughs> big Brodus MAGA. <laughs> Somebody call your mama. <laughs> you know, um... The best thing about Brodus Clay slash Tyrus. So the second best thing was I know what you're gonna say. I think. That he was on Glow and yeah, season one. Him <laughs> with uh, he was with Carlito and they were they were good on Glow together. Oh, so that's that's the second best thing about Brodus Clay. The first best thing was the story about how John Cena um, stalled for time so that Brodus could go out there and do his dance at WrestleMania with the Funkadactyls. <sighs> So John John Cena continues to be a cool guy. Yeah. And it is unfortunate that Brodus is apparently seems to not be a cool guy like at all. And you know the only reason Cena did it because he he knows, he knew that the kids in the audience ate it up. And that's really what Cena's for. He wants to make the kids happy. I think you know? he did it because he was like, Oh, this is this dude's like one moment. <laughs> and yeah. And they're trying to get, they're trying to take it away, you know, and maybe he won't ever be it to be on WrestleMania again. So John was right. (laughs) I'm a villain today. You are a villain. You're a full, you're a full villain villain mode. You are. And I apologize for yelling into the mic, but I'm holding it pretty far away. Okay. So where do we think that all this will land? Do you think that that'll be an impact situation with Mickey James? Um, I think, uh, it's suspect that he's never shown up in AEW once to wrestle uh-huh. um, when other NWA talent has. Um, I honestly think uh, Triple H will buy him a, a nice contract. I think I think that's a safe place for Nick Aldis, honestly, because he's a great wrestler. He, well, he's a good wrestler. He's not the greatest, uh, but his again, his character work is awesome. I think he could put on some good matches with people that are there, like Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. Reigns, Cody when Cody gets back, Seth Rollins, a lot of good match potential, but um, I don't. I think he'll end up in WWE. Honestly, hmm. I think he's going to go for the biggest uh, paycheck, and that's going to be if offered, probably. Yeah, well, they'll bring in Wade Wade Barrett 2.0. Bad 
Bad news, Nick. Bad news, Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis has much bigger pecs than Wade Barrett. Well, though, Wade Barrett in that one match we watched recently. Wade Barrett, Wade Barrett got smaller and smaller as time went on, my man. He was a fucking shithouse to begin with. <laughs> All right, what's your second bit of news? This one legit is sad news. And it probably lives in a better place. It lives on Marvelous Idea. But who knows when those episodes are going to kick off. Uh, Kevin Conroy has passed away unexpectedly at 65. Do you know who Kevin Conroy is? Mm-mm. You sure do. He's Bruce Wayne Batman from Batman the Animated Series, as well as continued the role of Bruce Wayne Batman until his dying day in the Arkham games, uh, other Batman cartoons. He is Batman. Fuck you, uh, Michael Keaton. Fuck you, uh, uh, Val Kilmer. Fuck you, uh, George Clooney. Fuck you, uh, Pattinson, Robert Pattinson. Fuck you, Christian Bale. Kevin Conroy is Batman. Rest in peace. Don't really fuck all those people. They're all good Batmans. I didn't even say Ben Affleck. No, they're not. Don't say that. Don't say that like it's... No. Don't don't double over and fucking backtrack and say they were all good Batmans. What the fuck? You're right. They're not all good Batmans, but there were good Batmans in that list. But Kevin Conroy, uh, the Arkham video game trilogy that came out within the last couple generations, he did Batman. Uh, the voice of Batman and that as well, and it, they're just awesome games. So I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that his voice and his legacy can carry on through that great series and uh, and whatnot. He was uh, I didn't know until like four years ago. Kevin Conroy, a gay icon. I had no idea he was a gay man. Gay icon. And, uh, wow. And the reason apparently some of the reason he said that he connected with the Batman role was because Bruce Wayne lived that dual identity. And that's kind of how he was living his closeted lifestyle for the longest time in the 80s and 90s. Right. Uh, so uh, it sucks that he passed away unexpectedly. Not even of like a, I don't even know what, what it was, but he is dead now and that sucks. So go fire up HBO Max and watch some Batman. Batman uh, the Animated Series, the show that made us who we are today. I think he does the voice of Batman in the Superman Animated Series too, whenever Batman would show up. Probably Batman in Mask of the Phantasm. It is. That's an excellent movie. Watch that after season one if you really want to get the full story. Full bat experience. That's my, uh, that's the news. Great. It's huge and it's gone. The station's left. It's gone. Okay. Left well, station. that's great. That, then there's no more news and that means that I am contractually obligated to ask you a question. Now it's time to say who you really like. Who do you think is the neatest tights? Who would you pay to see pretend to fight? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite wrestler? Who's your favorite wrestler? <laughs> I kind of want to put our dialogue under the queue. So we're sitting <laughs> waiting for the music to play. Oh, I'm so glad you asked, Mike. My favorite wrestler this week is Batman. <laughs> <laughs> listen yeah i wrote batman down days ago or you know not days ago yeah, like a day ago yeah. way before i became the villain of this episode but batman, <laughs> yeah. batman is my favorite yeah, wrestler okay. and i will hear nothing more <laughs> about it it's Great. a new season season four you know <sighs> batman batman is wrestling right it's a secret identity yeah. it's it's he's kayfabe kayfabe and all over all over gotham yeah. right yeah he's masked if you take off his mask, his like his legacy is ruined. Yep. He's like a luchador. He disappears. He vanishes. He vanishes into thin air. Yeah, great. Great pick. Batman. Yeah. Batman is Batman's wrestling. As we know, there's a long line, uh, a long lineage of superheroes. 
fighting pro wrestlers in pro wrestling rings. There's also some people who have been both superheroes and pro wrestlers at the same time, like Tiger Mask, uh, El Santo. Uh, so so the, the, the two genres are pretty uh, intertwined. And if you go and watch the animated series, Batman animated series, I guarantee in one of those 58 episodes or whatever, you're going to see Batman do a German suplex on some kind of goon. Some goons getting tossed because that's the perfect thing to do with a cape. Because the way you're rolling, the cape's not gonna get in your way. Right. You know, it's gonna be part of part of the backward roll to yep. toss the dude. Yep. So. Okay. All right, you son of a bitch, Batman, huh? <laughs> Mike, who's your favorite? wrestler? My favorite wrestler this week, you bastard, is Tyrus. No, you know who my favorite wrestler this week is? Who? Fucking Mike Hagar from the fucking Final Fight games. Yeah? How about he's that? He's the mayor, baby. Yeah. Yeah, you know why? Because he turned his pro wrestling career into becoming a public servant. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, uh, I was going to say there's real people that did that, but my guy wasn't real. <laughs> was it not Jesse the Body Ventura? It was Jesse. Who was it? Please tell me who <laughs> it Jesse's was. Jesse's not your favorite wrestler? No, 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 no. What are you asking right now? Sorry, we had some latency. Jesse's real. Yeah, you're... what are you asking right now? We had a breakup. I don't know what. You... Yeah, you said your. You said what are you asking me? You said your guy wasn't real. Batman. Oh, oh, okay. Like my wrestler that I picked. Got it. Yeah. Well, my. Yeah. If you want to pick Jesse though for your. No, I want to pick Hagar. I want to pick Mike Hagar because not only does he use his wrestling to become mayor of a city, but when. Something happens messed up in his city. He um, just takes off his shirt and goes out in the streets and hits people with German suplexes and that thing where you hold your arms out at the side and then just spin rapidly. The the Zangief tornado. Zangief, like, tornado clothesline. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. You know, he, he, he wore one suspender, you know, almost looking like a powerhouse Hobbs. Uh, speaking of Hobbs... How excited are you that the last three or four times we've seen Hobbs, he's in the uniform that you have deemed appropriate yeah. for Hobbs to be wearing? Yeah. Yeah. Feeling real. And by uniform, we mean nothing except for gold chains. And black denim. You know, just the, <laughs> just this denim that just fits his waist like a glove. And then like this three or four gold chains that make it thick. Yeah. It's real thick. Yeah. They're like wrapped around multiple times. So they're tight. It's like a choker. I remember the second night he showed back up to hit Wardlow, right? Yeah. And after you had after you had exclaimed to us on the show that he should only show up in jeans and no shirt. Yeah. And he had a shirt on. I was like, oh, Mike's going to be so mad. Yeah. And then he took it off immediately. Yeah. So. It was a good feeling when that happened. It was a good feeling. And again, this was another week where it was really difficult for my favorite wrestler to not be Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah. It's a real, it's so, a fight for I see me what you did. every time. Every week it's a fight for my wrestler to not be Powerhouse. You kind of described the, the the animated equivalent of Powerhouse Hobbs yeah. and Mike Hagar. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that very similar, very similar styles, very similar wrestlers. Well, that's great. Um, oh, he just he's just here. He's just here now. He's get he out of my chair. Taking Mike's headphones. Oh, yeah, there he goes. Give me these. You yeah, shut up. You thought you knew what the nature boy was up to. 
on Sunday, November 13th, for Brother Big Man. Do you know how long I've waited to stand here looking at you right now? Because I got a bone to pick with you, brother. You know why? Why? Because no one picked me up last week. There was no limo waiting outside. There was no PJ waiting for the nature boy. I think you said you were leaving to come over to my place from Mike's and we go from there. You never showed up. I gave you the address. No one called me an Uber. Was your printer not working? Could you not print off the map quest? What was going on? I'm broke. Right. So I called up Vince McMahon. I said, Vince, I need a million dollars. He cut me a check. For a million dollars. No questions asked. You know what I did? What? I went to the bar and I started drinking vodka. Mm-hmm. Vodka all day. And then I got in the car. I wasn't driving. No. I'm not like Harley. I wasn't driving, but I was in the back seat and I drank about 10 beers. And they <laughs> yeah, say, now, shut up. They say <laughs> that if you drink 10 beers in the back of a of the back of an Oldsmobile now every day that you're an alcoholic. Can you say Oldsmobile? Oldsmobile. <laughs> okay. It's a very easy word to say, Oldsmobile. Oldsmobile. All right. And then I went back to the bar. It was a different bar. It was in St. Paul, Minnesota. And I stopped off at my good friend's house where my good buddy Kurt Hennig used to live. Mm-hmm. And I said hello to his mother. And then I got on the PJ. And I flew to Venice, and I rode myself down the river with a gondola, and I had about six bottles of wine. Did you have a gun as well? Because that's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> Just going down the river with a gun. I travel <laughs> everywhere I go with an arsenal of firearms. Yeah, I thought, I thought so. Yeah, I That's thought not so. why I'm here. That's not why the nature boy is here. He's here to talk about one thing, and that's the greatest sport in the world professional wrestling. And whether you like it or you don't like it, you're talking about the NWA. You're talking about talent. You're talking about... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I spent a, I spent a couple of uh, minutes in uh, Ireland, so I picked up a little bit of the dialect. Sounds Hogan! Savage! Shut up! Out. Shut up! When you are the man and you are the 14-time World heavyweight champion. You've walked that aisle. You know talent when you see it. And brother, I'm telling you, there is no finer professional wrestler in the history of the world than the Batman. (laughs) Yeah, he's good. He's good. Saving Gotham City, and when you tag with him, he's saving you in the ring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's a great hot tag, that Batman. He is my new best friend shit arn anderson i hope you are listening to this right now because brother we are a thing of the past i'm not waiting on those socks anymore me and the batman best friends now Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. forever and you know who else Mm -hmm. who mike hagar were you playing a lot of final fight in the arcade like machine cabinet at the what i would do is i would stay up all night drinking vodka Dozens of women. Beautiful women. Just ignoring them. And then I would wake up and I'd go to my favorite diner and I'd order a chicken fried steak. And then I'd go to the Emporium and I'd buy myself four dozen slacks. 
<laughs> you know what I did when I got done? What? I walked that aisle down to the Nickel Arcade. And you know when you're the nature boy and you're walking around with Rolex watches on your wrist. When you're walking around in $900 suits, you got pockets full of nickels. And I set myself up with a bottle of vodka. Yeah. At Final Fight. Just jingling from back and forth the bar to the arcade cabinet. Just the loudest man. You could hear me coming from three blocks away. And they said, there goes the nature boy. He's about to play. Woo! Some final fight. But now I got to get on the PJ. I can't sit here talking to you like a some moron. Like you're some big deal. Brother, you are not a big deal. I mean, you keep coming to our show, but okay. Ricky Steamboat. <laughs> Hogan Savage Sting. My greatest opponent. Harley Race. I will see you in one hour at the Marriott. And I will be looking for your Nissan Leaf. <laughs> for mine? And if I don't see it, we are going to have words because I really do need a ride. <laughs> I guess we'll talk next week. I do need a ride. All right. I've had my driver's li- my driver license has been revoked for many decades. All right. Well, I will. Uh, I'll make my best effort. Shut up. Ooh. It's funny when he leaves the camera on my screen. He doesn't look like he's walking. He just kind of drifts. He just out floats. Of frame. He floats. I got my headphones. Hang on. I got my headphones back. Okay. Wow. Well, yeah, because when he ripped, he ripped him off your head. Then he just ran. Yeah, he like rubbed him up yeah, against the mic yeah, after you he know, ripped him off. I, <laughs> I got to remember to start lock. I got to lock my doors. I don't know. Well, eventually you're not going to need to lock your doors or you're not going to be even matter if you lock your doors because he's going to he's floating now, but he might just start phasing in and out through walls. Who knows where Flair goes next? You know, it's impossible to know. I, the only thing I wish is that we would have asked him what he was doing on January 1st, 1996. Shit. Well, maybe next time. Reco- He's gone. I would say recovering from a hangover, probably. Number one. We might get our answer when we watch it. That, yeah. Okay. Great. That's great. Because he is in, is still, he has a job. Oh, yeah. He's, <laughs> He's got a job. He's there. W. He's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still in, in token main events uh, all the time. With, with styling and profiling. Short hair and just trying to sleep with people who are way, way too young for him. Which is way too young. Hey, speaking of... Speaking of old creepy men? No. Speaking of inappropriate urges? No. Speaking of scumbags, I have everyone's favorite <laughs> Okay, great. Mike, I have a, I have a shit house for you. Great, because I got one for you, too. You smug son of a bitch. I had no, I had no, uh, I didn't think you didn't bring one. Uh huh. I, I thought you had one always. So I don't know why you need to bring that into question because you always have a shit house ready for me every week, uh, especially in recent history. So do you know, speaking of scumbags, uh huh. Elon Musk, have you heard of the man? Sure. Yeah. I know. I mean, Elon are tight. <laughs> Say it again. Yeah. I mean, Elon are tight. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're like you had like ice. You has ice in your mouth. Um, he bought Twitter, right? Yeah, that happened. Yeah, 
like it's been like maybe two weeks, a week and a half. Yeah, he bought it. Yeah, it's doing real good um, from what I hear. It's a shit show. It's a shit show. Yeah, yeah. So he fired half the staff, breaking California labor laws in the process. Yeah, fi- that same week he fired him with these hilarious memes. That was that was inaccurate. Sadly, oh I really? That was a that was a hoax. But still. Uh, he wanted to hire back some people that same weekend being like, please come back. I fucked up. I don't know how the wording was, but, and then he's taking back stuff like, uh, subscription services. Anyway, what happened now? People with these wonderful blue check marks that says, Hey, I've been verified. You know who I am. So that what I say is from the mouth of the person that it's supposed to be through Dick Dick Cheney. Perfect. Perfect. Dick Cheney out there talking shit yeah. on Twitter, but it's Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney, clearly. So Twitter is uh, is siphoning money uh, because Elon uh, wanted to buy it, right? He wanted to buy it, and then he, he reneged on it, but they said, no, you have to buy it. And so he got a loan for the $44 billion to help buy it, so he's in the debt for that loan. The company's also not making money, so they're saying, hey, verified users, let's um, dial that back. If you want this check mark." Pay us eight bucks a month. Right. You can get a check mark. We don't verify who you are. Whatever. You can get these fancy check marks so you can be part of the elite, as he claims it, that had check marks that were verified. So he did this, all this stuff happens, and sure enough, fake accounts sprouted up after fake accounts. And that uh stuff has been rolled back now to where you can't pay for that subscription. But the fake accounts is what I want to bring your attention to because I have a Twitter thread for you uh to go through and read. Uh, and uh, see some of the fun fake accounts that happened uh, on Thursday morning when it rolled out on Wednesday night. Okay. And then it was turned off Thursday afternoon. <laughs> so fast. Right. Okay. Okay. Oh, so you sent, you sent me this in the chat. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Twitter. I'm on the Twitter machine. Here we go. Twitter machine. <clears throat> this is a beautiful tweet from Reed Jackson Rising by at Corporation JXN. That's at Joshua P. Hill says the verified brand situation is getting out of control. Quick thread of Twitter blue brands and brands who might be pissed off at Elon right about now. Okay, this is uh, Lockheed Martin verified at Lockheed Martini says uh, we will begin halting all weapons sales to Saudi Arabia, Israel and the United States until further investigation into their record of human rights abuses. So he's got a whole thread. So yeah, just keep scrolling. Yeah, I don't think that that's probably really Lockheed Martin. Okay, I think that might be Lockheed Martini. <laughs> Lockheed Martini from American Girl. Okay, um, this says uh, Felicity owned slaves. Yeah, I'm so not even lying. Look it up. Okay, okay. Number three, Roblox. Okay, Roblox, it says we're adding sex to Roblox. Fuck yeah, we love sex in our video games. Roblox. Roblox is like a children's thing, right? It's a yeah, it's an all ages game. Yeah. All ages game. Like, all a, right. like a Minecraft build your own kind of game. Got it. Game. Classic British Petroleum is the next one from BP Global Verified BP at BPD's nuts. Just cause <laughs> we killed the planet yeah. doesn't mean we can't miss it. Crying emoji. <laughs> Crying, yeah. Oh, this is the good one. This is a good one. Number six, insulin should be free. Okay, this is from the Eli Lilly and Company. Uh, wait a second. Is profit-motivated medicine bad? Shit. Uh, retweeted. They control the price of insulin. They control the price guys. of insulin. If astrology isn't real, then why are Geminis like that? Also, we are excited to announce insulin is free now. <laughs> 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 
Okay, this, oh, Chiquita. It's from Chiquita Honest Bananas Chiquita. Next. We apologize to those who have been served a misleading message from a fake Chiquita account. We have not overthrown a government since 1954. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tesla's up next. Tesla, yeah. Okay, naturally Tesla here. Um, Tesla. Breaking. A second Tesla has hit the World Trade Center. Oh, no. That's so horrible. Oh, no. Verified account. They're all verified. They're all uh, uh, so, uh, verified. Go down, to, go down to nine. Okay. There's a couple, couple tweets down, number nine. Number nine. Back to the point. This is a new level. Um, let's see. Uh, from Josh Marshall here, you've got new fake accounts spoofing the apology of the real account for the behavior of other fake accounts. <laughs> and then a reply from Eli Lilly. We apologize to those who have been served a misleading message from a fake Lilly account about the cost of diabetic care. Humalog is now $400. We can do this whenever we want, and there's nothing you can do about it. Suck it. Our official Twitter account is at LilyPadCo. <laughs> oh, we got Nintendo of Europe. This is my favorite Oh, one. Nintendo of Europe. White people be watching porn with condoms on, and then a, a picture of Shadow from the Shadow Sonic the games. <laughs> It's so Nintendo of Europe. <laughs> it's just very funny to me. Uh, but that's that's really all. There's more. There's more that aren't him. Um, Great, Here's Nestle. A- we still wa- steal your water to sell it back to you. There's a bunch of them. Um, you don't need to read anymore if you do not lo- want to. But the whole situation uh, is exactly what everyone said was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And the Eli, not Eli, Lily, the Lily Pad or whatever that drug company. Their stocks yeah. dropped boosh, dropped so hard after this whole incident. <laughs> so, yeah, Elon, Elon's ruining one of my favorite websites. I really actually do enjoy Twitter a lot because um, mine's pretty curated where I only see, like, wrestling and video games and comedy. Right. Um, so that's a bummer. Yeah. and In I, real time. How I feel about it is burn, baby, burn. I get it. I get it. I understand. I love it, though. All right. So it's shithouse. All these fake accounts uh, fucking with mm-hmm. people and... Calling out the bullshit is very shithouse. I love it. What's so funny to me before we move on, though, is like, I don't think anyone's fooled, right? No one believes any of these tweets, but just the turmoil that it has created is the is the is the real humor, the real humor to me. The real humor was the friends we made along the way. (laughs) Was the friends we pissed off in the process. Well, great. Apparently, it's Caden Cassidy's birthday. Happy birthday, Caden Cassidy. Oh, happy birthday, Caden Cassidy. Can't wait to slam that ass. By the way, everyone, if you want to check these out with us uh, on the machine that I just as said I hope burns to the ground, you'll find us at Tope Suicida Pod on Twitter, and it's uh, Demon Sibling Instagram. We're at Tope Suicida Pod on both of those. So Mike has brought me a Gizmodo article. <laughs> what? Gizmodo's a good website. What? It, it is a good website. Like you don't just, read it, it, Gizmodo. I don't, yeah, I did 10 years ago. Um, a Gizmodo article here that I, I've seen because <laughs> I've read Gizmodo. So uh, uh, this is about Palmer Lucky, uh, notorious, uh, now notorious uh, bad man. Oculus founder Palmer Lucky created a VR headset that kills you if you die in the game. The VR billionaire really wants you to feel like you're in the game. Like, really. Palmer Lucky, he made, he made a, 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 the quest and then sold it to Facebook, and then got ousted from the company after uh, secret donations to Trump campaigns were coming from his bank account. Uh, That's Palmer Lucky. (laughs) 
Uh, it's an old trope in a lot of dumb sci-fi movies that involve virtual reality. You die in the game, you die in real life. In said movies, characters get trapped in a blah, 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 Gizmodo, we don't care, what's the story? Uh, well, it appears that someone has actually willed, willed this trope in reality. That is someone called creator VR headset that literally kills you if you lose the game. Fun, right? The creator is not just any old someone, but Palmer Lucky, the 30-year-old virtual reality wonder kid, defense contractor, Trump funder, and co-founder of Oculus, and VR firm Facebook bought uh, the VR firm Facebook bought in 2014 for $3 billion. Uh, Lucky dropped a blog post on Sunday explaining his weird new headset, which he claims is mostly a, quote, piece of, coughs, piece of office art. Yeah, so basically, too long, didn't read. He built a headset that has explosive devices on it that it can sense uh, when you, you, your life force has expired uh, in the game, and when it meets that criteria... Um, it explodes. It causes your head to explode. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a weird thing he's has here on his desk. Um, yeah, uh, the device, the idea is is shit house because uh, murder is involved. Uh, b- but as for the application, yeah, poor poor design choice. I think. Here's the thing, right? So it's like, why would why would you you know why would you buy a VR headset that uh, would kill you, right? But here's the thing. Here's what we're not thinking about. Think about the sporting applications of this, yeah. where you have competitive video ga- Like, do am I ever going to watch competitive video games? No, I'm never going to do that. Right. I'm never going to watch people play video games because I, I, I'm not, like, the biggest loser in the world. But, like, right. if there was a threat that the players would die if they lost... And I'd watch the shit out of that. You know what I mean? No, nah, you're not being true. You're not being true. I'd right watch now. that. Oh, yeah, I'd watch the shit out of that. Are you're you kidding me? True. Come on. You're not being true. Come on. You're that's your right classic now. 22nd century entertainment. This is false. You know how I know this is false? Because you, you don't even watch BattleBots, okay? You don't even watch BattleBots. You're not going to watch Battle Humans. I love BattleBots. <laughs> okay? I don't, I feel like you're just lying lying to me right now. It's robot you're, fighting time. You've got a defense mechanism up. You're fighting me because you're sad that your parents got divorced. How do you know that I don't like BattleBots? It has nothing to do with my parents' divorce. <laughs> All right, video game that kills you in real life. <laughs> no, I love video games. I fall we're lucky sucks. <laughs> So it looks cool. It is shit house the way it looks. It looks like a Metal Gear Solid thing with like tubes coming out of the hey, head. Hey, what if we did it to like s- you know like uh, really really bad people? And we were like, okay, you could. Th- this is you know instead of like your punishment is that you have to you have to play this awesome game where you die. <laughs> I know. No, I mean it looks shit house. The sword next to it looks really shit house. But I might. Uh, okay, the item itself is shit house. Everything around it sucks, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, you can't you can't win with me, man. I'm sorry. You're a villain. I, I, You're a true villain. I'm a villain. You're a, a true villain. villain would love this device. So maybe I'm not the villain. Maybe you're the closeted villain. You don't know what I am. Don't. Maybe it was your fault. Let's watch. All right. Let's watch. Let's just watch some. Stop. No, you're a villain. You're a fucking villain. That was horrible. Look at you. You're a villain. That was horrible. You're a villain. All right. If we weren't such good friends, I would have just ruined your life with that 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, and if and if it, I weren't already seven or eight thousand times dead over inside, that would have had a <laughs> tremendous emotional impact on me. But fortunately for both oh. of us, we are good friends, and I am a yeah. corpse, a walking corpse. Yeah. And with that, we're going to watch some wrestling, folks, and we hope that you do with us as well. You can find it on the WWE Peacock. You're going to be searching for Monday Night Raw and WCW Nitro. That's January 1st. 1996 they go head to head and we're going to watch them both right now we hope that you do as well and we will see you after the break all right well that was that was depressing (laughs) yeah well half of it was half of it was depressing um we would like to apologize to anybody that watched that episode of monday night raw yeah uh it was a real real tough one to get through it's a rip-roaring shit disaster is what that was it was a fucking nightmare from start to finish absolutely nothing redeemable about that episode except for a 30 second here comes Big Van Vader promo. Yes. Which fucking ruled. Also, the main event, squash match, was something you truly love to see. You do, yeah. It was, I, I didn't... Because that's like a burn-off, like, Diesel's not fighting you anymore, Mabel. We're done with that storyline. This is over now. Because he's been feuding with him for, like, off and on for what seems like eight or nine fight fights. Yeah, neat, eight or nine years. Yeah. <laughs> There's really been, uh, there. at no point do I ever need to see diesel wrestle mabel for more than two or three seconds so i do not think we ever see it again (laughs) actually i do think we never cool we'll keep track of that cool because we're very close to razor and uh and diesel jumping ship to wcw which was a far better show far better knew it far because uh raw was pre-recorded Eric knew it. He commented on it in plain English during the show. He said, "We're well, welcome to the show. We're not watching any of that crummy frobble, frobble nonsense." Yeah, dude. Yeah. Here's here's Macho Man versus Arn Anderson to start. Yeah, and then Benoit versus William Regal, which was here's a technical wrestling wonder. Uh, absolutely, match. the so match good. the match of either night was Regal yes. versus Benoit. And what? And then you missed still Lex and Sting tagged yep, yep. against the Assassins, no name team, but it was Lex and Sting tagging together real well. Yep. And then Hogan and Flair in the main event. Your kind of cookie cutter Hogan Flair uh, tried and true uh, dance number. Nothing new, but it was fun to watch. Nothing the new. Whole it was fine. Fu- it was fine. It was fine. And then we, of course, we went out with a nice conversation with yeah. uh, Hogan and Savage. A far, far better show was Nitro. The, and also, this conversation as well felt better than previous conversations. One, because it was only two guys and not four people trying yeah, to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And two, because it was it informed the audience like, hey, next Monday night, we're tagging together. Yep. It set up uh, a... Instead of the theoretical, are you my friend? Yeah. Can we wrestle together at the pay-per-view? Yeah. Or are you not my friend? Hogan and Savage seemed to kind of settle that issue. They were like, okay, we're friends. Yeah. We're friends. Let's beat up these guys that we both hate. Um, also, another thing that made the WCW show far and away better is that Pepe was in costume at the beginning of the show, Mike, and was still there at the end of the show. Pepe lived. And he waved to the audience by. We waved back. We waved back. Yep. We all did. Pepe's a legend. God bless Pepe McMichael. 
I think the difference between the show is like they both shows were making fun of the other brand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I feel like WWE was more telling you that they're stupid. Mm-hmm. Whereas WCW was like, let's show you why we're not stupid and much better. Like actually here, here's all this. Here's a much better show. Yeah. It's like, and our show, oh, the only disc we're going, we're not going to parody you at a board meeting or whatever they did on yeah. Raw. We're just going to tell you that our wrestling is live. Our ratings are better. Tune in next week. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking, it's like it Eric walked into the boardroom and said, Vince, sit down. Here is a better show. Here's a better show. <laughs> do you have any ratings at all? We don't really do that very much anymore, but we hated Raw pretty much. Just so. just uh, 99 out of 100 just devastated Michaels uh, after that episode of Raw. Just absolutely devastatingly bad. Insufferable. Audience, if you want to sync up, and for say you didn't watch Raw this week, which we're fine that you didn't watch Raw, here's the thing about Raw. Yeah. It opened with... A four tag teams fighting each other in a, an elimination style match. All one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight competitors in the ring are eight people I adore as wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> and this match was ruined because commentary. The commentary was so bad. Was doing f- not football puns. No, no, no. Just football things <laughs> just in replace of every other thing just, it was awful oh uh, it was i made an offsides joke yeah that made more sense yeah it was better the rest of it the was commentary. better it was better yeah um in fact it was so bad it was so bad i i don't i don't, I don't want to talk about it anymore all i want to talk about is how cool that vader promo was and oh yes it, uh, it's like it, the, the fact that that vince didn't that vader wasn't wildly successful in the WWF is just yeah. Um, to- I mean, he got it. He got injured and stuff. But like, come on. That watching that video package in my head, I'm thinking, oh, he's gonna be a huge star. Yep. But I know, I know what happens in in WWF, yep. and it's just like shit. Yep. But uh, I it was it was interesting that they ended the show with that on Raw. Yeah. Because I in my heart, I think Vince knew the show was a stinker. <laughs> we gotta go out on this wonderful little 30 second video package. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, well, we hope that you like our show a little bit better than we liked Monday Night Raw. Again, you can find us online at Tope Suicida Pod. You're wrapping up. You're not wrapping up way too soon, buddy. We still got tights of the night. Yeah, I know we have tights of the night. I'm just letting them know where they can find us. You don't do plugs here. I'm just letting them know where we can. I can edit it out. Just let them know. Just for that, just for that, I have to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Well, Mike goes to the restroom. Uh, just want to let you know you can where you can find us. Uh, Oh. Online, we're at Tope Suicida Pod at gmail.com for our email at Tope Suicida Pod um, <laughs> on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Um, every week, I'm posting uh, the new episode art uh, as well as the episode links. Check it out, follow us, give us a follow. Uh, I'm just filling time with the plugs until Mike gets back because what's gonna be funny is when he tries to do the plugs again, I'm just gonna cut him off because I've already done the plugs. You're in it, you're in the plug segment right now. So uh, I think it'll be pretty humorous. You can also find me everywhere online at Bo Rosser um, on all those platforms. Mike is removed himself from social media, which honestly, if I didn't have it for my job, I would as well. But he's he's out of there, so you can't find him. Actually, I think you can still follow him on Instagram, but I'm not going to tell you the handle because he probably doesn't want you to. (laughs) 
<laughs> Here he comes. Okay, let's do Tats of the Night. Mike, I have a question for you. Mm. Tonight's show on Raw, was Macho Man on Raw? He wasn't. He was not on Raw. He was impersonated on Raw. The Nacho Man made it in an appearance. When I asked you that question, I was being facetious, and I didn't even remember the Nacho Man, which we'll talk about their tights here in this segment. How could we forget the Nacho Man? <laughs> but on WCW, the better show, yeah. Um, in the very first match, uh, that was Arn Anderson versus, who was it again? I forgot. That was Macho Man Randy Savage. Right, and he had amazing tights, yeah, right, I recall. Yeah, yeah, Macho Man was booked. He was booked on Nitro. He was booked and he won. Uh, before we get to his tights, can we talk about the Nacho Man's tights? Yeah, let's talk about the Nacho Man. How they just grabbed so you, something out of, they grabbed something dirty out of Mabel's locker and just threw, and threw, threw it on some, on some D-level actor. Gave him 50 bucks. Yeah, with like a, a fedora with the worst scarf. It wasn't even a cowboy hat. It was hat. really bad. It was really um, bad. And then he bit into a, he snapped into a Slim Jim. Yep. That was hilarious. I laughed. I laughed. Uh, other people, uh, you had the Huckster in a wonderful yellow shirt. Yep. <laughs> with, the, with the rips across the front instead yeah, of the back. So it's yeah, easier. it's easier to, to do that. Well, they didn't win any tights of the night. No, they, they didn't the get Real no, Macho Man. No, no. Real Macho Man had a jacket on tonight mm-hmm. with a pattern that was something you'd find in a rug store. It was like so not even intricate's not the word cuz it was just one simple stripe pattern but it was just it was beautiful is that a word? Yeah, beautiful's a word. It was awesome. <laughs> it was yeah, fucking awesome. Lots of pinks, like kind of like pinks and purples and then he also had yes. a lot of orange and black happening. He had some leftover Halloween havoc. Some leftover Halloween st- havoc st- stuff going on. Yeah, no, he he was uh he was decked out. He he was he was he was decked out. The tassels were literally like four feet tall today. They were the very arm long. Were so long. very long tassels. But before we give all in, Sting also came to the ring tonight. Sting was the only other person that was remotely in line for tights of the night tonight. Arguably, I think this might be the best Sting has looked since we started tights of the night. Probably, yeah. His jacket. Speaking of tassels, you from wrist to wrist we have tassels, baby. baby. There's no space on the back. Uh-uh. It's wrist to wrist. Yeah, full wingspan, full tassels. full wingspan of tassels. Just a, These he- tassels a hero. tassels matched as well. Yeah, Macho, machos but are a little mismatched. Yeah, they match because they mismatch. That's what's so good with <laughs> Macho. So will we take the jackets off because now it's a, it's a Sting versus Macho evening for tights of the night. So Sting's got they both got long boys. Sting has a yellow and red and white outlined scorpion, if I recall. Yeah. On his leg, as he always does. And then <clears throat> Macho has like a 1990s Trapper Keeper. Trapper, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Down looking. one leg, yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's not even a straight line. It's like a diagonal yeah. line that has a couple of spokes on it, yeah. too, I think, near the ankle. And then huge orange uh, boot tassels. Yes. The Tyler Breeze... The Janetti, the Shawn Michaels, huge boot tassels. Yep. Or, or rather, the Macho Man boot tassels. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I think you know it's, uh, it's a 
a little bit of a tough one today because just because Sting looked so good. Wait, I figured it out. Mm. Macho Man had a hat and glasses, so I think he wins. Yeah, he had a cool. He had a super cool cowboy hat. He had a super cool yeah. cowboy hat. Yeah, yeah. Sting has the face paint, but the glasses also were a different color than the rest of the entire. No, outfit. it's not. Well, the thing is, it's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair because Macho was booked. It's not. Macho was booked, and you know, we knew that Eric saw the heard the card for Raw, and in our head we said he's gonna book Macho because that Raw card sucked. And he booked him for the first match, and that just set the tone for the entire evening. I mean, really, no one, no one could come back from that. We're using the term card liberally to refer to whatever the fuck that was on Monday Night Raw. We forgot to mention we also saw uh, In Your House re-recap of the, <laughs> of the hog pen match between H and Henry Godwin, refereed by Hillbilly Jim. I shit you not. We've been building to that match, so I'm glad we finally got to see what happens because I think I said during the show, though, I feel like we've been building that match for like five years. Yep. Yep. That's the way it felt. And that's how long that episode of Monday Night Raw felt. It was. It was. But that's not what this is. That's not what this is. I'm sorry. I got us distracted into that. Tights of the Night. It's Macho Man winning Tights of the Night. Macho Man Randy again. Savage. He won. He can't not win. Hey. I think that brings us to the end of the show. Yeah. I think this is where I tell everyone where we can be found online. That's at Tope Suicida Pod. Actually, I already did it while you're in the bathroom. So Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> the villain you're gonna love the edit when you hear still, it. <laughs> still a villain oh my god yeah they already god. heard the plugs all right i even said that i even said that you are still on instagram but i didn't tell them the handle but they could find you if they want am i i am technically still on instagram <laughs> yeah. I, I i have an yeah. account i'm just never i'm not on it so i don't know he's got five factor authentication he can't get past i can't the second get it I'm, 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 i get hung up on factor too <laughs> Well, if it's the end oh, of the show, boy. that means it's time for the Wrestling Is Vacation, where we tell each other what wrestling is for us on this particular evening. So January 1st, 1996, November 13th, 2022. Believe it or not, we have made it this far. We are old We are old boys now. Mm-hmm. Today, Bo, what is wrestling? So glad you asked, Mike. I think today, wrestling is slick back hair. Mm-hmm. To specify, slick back, green hair, okay, and white face paint, red lips, and a smile, a devious, villainous smile. <laughs> Mike, wrestling is the Joker. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because <laughs> my favorite wrestler was Batman, and wrestling is the Joker. Now, that makes total sense. Think about it. As you go towards your next week of life, think about it. If wrestler is Batman yeah. and wrestling yeah. is Joker, uh-huh. what is, baby? Oh, okay. Bo just dropped the mic. All right. Well. Shouldn't have done that. It's a nice desk. That's how. That. Yep. That's how that went. Okay. Mike, <laughs> Mike, what's wrestling? Wrestling is sucks. <laughs> <laughs> It's a crapshoot. It's either good or bad. There's no middle. It's either raw or nitro. Wrestling is sad. Wrestling is shame. Wrestling is is Jerry the King Lawler creeping up on somebody for 45 minutes. God. And as soon as she got to Kevin Ash, she's like, please take me away, big Kev dog. I got to get out of here. But you know what? Wrestling's also Lord Steven Regal. 
Mm-hmm. And just that wicked, just that, just him. villainous just him. shooter bastard who will just grind your face into the fucking mat and really bring you a lot of joy. <laughs> <laughs> that William Regal is able to bring you joy in a match with someone we usually don't talk about. With the with the purveyor, the double murder suicide. The match was the, so good. We mentioned his name earlier because that's how good the that's match how good the match was. was. No, yeah. But anyway, Benoit murdering. No, William Regal murdering. No, <laughs> God, stop saying murder. Stop saying murder. I gotta cut out murder. It's the worst. Wrestling is endurance. Wrestling is withstanding the punishment and taking everything, and then still waking up the next morning and just you know shooting that testosterone into your ass because. No one's going to do it for you because you don't have any friends anymore. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Tope Suicida, What Wrestling Can Be, is a knit comedy co-op production and edited by Mike Whitman and Bo Baxter-Rosser. Thanks for listening.